Hey listeners, it's Moms Meet World. You found us. So glad you're back. If you're a regular listener all over the world, anywhere in the world, and if you're brand new, welcome. And what a great episode to start with for you, because I have a new friend named Ritha who's on today. She uh, is a phenomenal planner. Well, she's also been a real estate agent. She's owned a bakery. She's good at businesses. She knows her stuff. But what she found in the course of her careers is that a lot of people wanted her to mentor them. And that sort of led into a coaching opportunity, many coaching opportunities, and now the opportunity to give all of us wisdom. And if you want, contact her and she can maybe coach you on a personal level. So let's get started. Rita, how are you doing today? Hello, I'm good. Great, actually. The weather's nice. I feel good. It's a good day. Good, good. I love your background. I love all the books. Are you quite a reader? You're a reader, aren't you? You love books. Yeah. Yeah. I like books. I like to read. I I spent some time not reading, like, you know. Sure. Like, (laughs) they're too busy to read. And so then I realized that I missed that. Like, um, not just, um, you know, how I can be better books, but like diving into a fiction and getting lost in that. Oh, yummy. Yeah. You know, so I missed that. And so um, I just started saying, I'm just going to make time for it. So I started off just setting the timer, 20 minutes. Nobody talked to me for 20 minutes and I'm going to read this book. And now I don't have to set timers anymore because I just carve out time to read. But yeah, I love it. Beautiful. That's so beautiful. My sister does that at night. That's like her special time right before bed. She'll get all her stuff done. And her reward of getting that stuff done is just crawling into bed with, you know, snuggly blankets and maybe a cup of chamomile tea and then just this lovely book. And that's one of my favorite things in the whole world. I'll be on a couch usually, but during the day, but if I can get that time, it feels like a little slice of heaven, doesn't it? Just like so nourishing. It just makes you so excited. And so like you think, I don't have anything to talk to anybody about, like, my life is boring or, you know, the kids are this or that. And, and I just think, oh no, just dive into a book. And then you'll be like, oh, you know, let me tell you about this book I just read. <laughs> You've got to read it. Look at this part. It's so good. Like, I read Jessica Simpson's book called Open Book. And I told everyone I knew about that book. I'll put it on my list. You, why did, why did you it's like, oh, I don't care if y'all read it or not. Just know this book is a wild ride. It's so good. <laughs> it is. It's funny. We just become evangelical about it. Like you got to hear about that. Stuff. You got to read that. So fun. <laughs> Are you a big fan of biographies like that typically? Or do you have a favorite? No, like I can't even, I, I didn't even know a friend told me about it. Like just as excited as I'm telling you. Yeah, That's yeah. how excited she was. And so I was like, oh, I never heard of it. Okay, I'm going to read it. And I called her and I was like, hey, I have a family and I have kids. I cannot be pulled up with a book all day long. I have responsibilities, but yeah. I can't put this down. It's so good. It's a lot. Wow. Wow. So cool. That for me is biographies in general. They tend to pull me in like no other genre. I just, I feel like I have that friend right there in the room with me. And I, yeah, like I, it did make me want to read more biographies, right? Yeah. Because if you have like, if you have a perception of a person or something you thought about them, and then you read that and it's like, oh, wow, this yeah. is good. Yeah. Yes. And they're more than maybe the headline. They're just this multidimensional human with all of these gray and black and white and all these different variates. And they're who they are. And it's, yeah, it's wonderful, isn't it? It's, yeah, wonderful. It's, it's wonderful. Well, friend, let's talk about, um, if we, if you don't mind, one of your 
best things, which is Sunday planning. Maybe best tell us all the things you want to tell us about that. Best thing ever. So Sunday planning came about because I, um, I got married really young and, um, and so we knew nothing and it showed cause then we got divorced. And so when we got divorced, um, I always wanted to be married though. Right. Like I just, that, that was my life stream. <laughs> How young do you think I was? I was so dumb anyway. So that was like, my life stream was to be married and have kids and that that whole family structure was just so attractive to me. So when we got divorced, I was like pulling myself out of bed. I was so upset about it, so depressed about it. And I thought, I've got to figure out something to do that will help me um, make it throughout the week. And in comes Sunday planning. Now, then it wasn't called anything. It was just what I did. So what I did then is what I still do now, but it is now trademarked and called Sunday planning. But um, it is where I chose five things that I could do on Sunday that would add margin to my life and help me make it throughout the week. And so um, three or four of mine have been the same since this happened, which when I was going through this time, my boys that are the oldest were three and five. They are now 18 and 16. So this was so long ago, but um, I planned all my outfits. Um, So, and I still do that. Um, I knew I was wearing this on Sunday. So I, pick my outfits out and I would do theirs. So moms of littles, I would do theirs as well um, because it helps them to learn how to get themselves dressed or at an early age. If it's all laid out, it gives them that independence. And even if you have to dress them, it, if you wake up in a fog, you've already done that. Right. I love that. So I did that. Um, I would plan the meals because my financial situation was changing. So um, knowing going to the grocery store for what you actually need is a great budget 101. <laughs> like it's like the thing that can help you. Um, so planning the meals plus that helps when you come home or when you leave, you know what to take out and, and you're good. Yeah. So I planned um, the meals and then I um, looked at my calendar. What do I have going on this week? Which is a big one as you go through parenting, that becomes more and more important, um, knowing what everybody has going on. So I I still do that today. I look at what clients I'm going to see. I get with um, my husband who on the internet, we call him the mister. I get with him and I say, what do you have? And then we get with the family calendar and look at what kid has what, if anything, um, and then how we're going to do all of that. Because the worst thing, you know, we could do is go, not, you know, I think it's like cliche to be like, oh, we forgot a kid. I, it's very rare that people forget kids, but they do forget that there was a practice and then you're scrambling. They do forget that there's a recital and then you're scrambling, or they do forget that they told so-and-so they'd have dinner with them. And then you feel horrible as a friend, right? So uh calendar, looking at your week ahead is really important. Um, and then I'm on social media strictly for business. It's really for business for me. And so because it is for business, I plan it out. I write all five of my captions on Sunday. I load them into the planner and they come out automatically at 6.09 every day. And so I um, I write that out because that helps me. That's one less thing that I have to do. But it's very important to my business. 97% of my business comes from social media. So it's very important. Um, and then the fifth thing fluctuates. I look at my week and go, oh, I can have, 
a date night this week. I'll plan that. Or I haven't seen a girlfriend in a while. Let me do that. So the fifth thing fluctuates, but for some people it doesn't. And you may have five things. Um, My boys, as I said, are 18, 16. And then we have a little guy who's nine. So for them, they have been Sunday planning for years. So, but they only plan three things. It's a must that they plan their outfits. Um, Picking out your outfits is a total time sucker in the morning. It is just, it's like such a waste of time. So much. Amen. How many times have we had moments where we thought, Oh wait, the this the thing that I need for this is in the upstairs closet, or is it? Or is yeah. it never? And then or you get there and you do this. Oh, I don't want to wear this. I, it makes me look fat. Or wow. oh, and it's so and then that that right there will be how you spend the rest of your day in that ug kind of frustrated mode about yourself and your body. And then we wonder why we don't have good self-esteem about ourselves. That is so true. That is so true, Rita. And yet we, the world sort of poo-poo's like, oh, that little extra, you don't need to think about that. You know, just, just go do your thing. Don't worry about it. But that one piece, how we show up in the world really does kind of help settle us or make us, like you said, a little more chaotic and frenzied. Yeah, it really does. There's so many things about the morning. Uh, so before we hit record, I'll tell y'all just some Inside baseball, Mary Jo and I were talking about. Sorry, Rita, we are recording. Record, we are recording. This no, is- I know. I said before we were. I told oh, you. Yes. Oh, yeah. Please keep going. Yeah. We're yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Target still sells alarm clocks, so everybody should go buy one. Yes. Stop waking up to your phone because that's another thing that can determine how your day goes. Amen. It's immediately, you wake up, turn that alarm off on your phone, and then you do one or two more things from the phone and that text that you read, that email that you read, or the social media post that you saw can turn you totally into a different person. It's a rabbit hole. And then 20 minutes later, you're like, oh, I'm going to be late. Oh, crap. Yeah. And you just you know, like throw down the phone and you got to run. And then you feel awful all day. All yeah. time. So that's Sunday planning. It, 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 it adds so much margin to you. It makes you um, more productive than you. I mean, it's just a simple thing that you would not even believe um, adds to you, but you don't have to believe me. You can go to Instagram and there are tons of, there's a tab Sunday planning and there's tons of people um, from stories that I've reposted that people who Sunday plan say how awesome it is. Um, we have a community with um, now, cause we're getting ready to do this journal challenge over 350 uh, women in it who, um, Sunday plan every week and we talk and we set goals in there and talk about uh, margin. I just sent one. I sent a text to all of them yesterday saying, oh, listen, summer is upon us. Those of us who have littles, have you planned summer camp? What are you doing? You know, just like those kind of little reminders are like, oops, I got to do that. Or, oh, I did it. Or, oh, did I finish that? Because sometimes we get distracted and think that we did a thing, signed them up for swim. And then you look up and you're like, no, didn't accomplish that. Can I just say, Rita, you are a gift. I mean, (laughs) our our mission here at Mom's Sweet World and in the book I wrote, Pursue of Happiness, is to bring more peace into homes. And that really is, from a different angle, 
That's exactly what you're doing. So if you give people the gift of, hey, wait a second, you can value your home and family more by taking a little time to plan ahead and really plan ahead in these important home and family areas so that not only are you less frenzied, but I'm guessing you probably also have seen the fruit with your children. They're less frenzied. Your husband's less frenzied. Maybe the ripple effect out into your friends and your workplace, everyone's calmer and more peaceful. So thank you for doing what you're doing and helping other women learn and maybe men to do that. Yeah, I think one of the things to go to what you're saying about adding peace to your home is learning your capacity. You know, I talk to women all the time about what's your capacity for what you're doing. And sometimes are so over capacity that that's another reason that we're frazzled. And so I um, have said before, and so I'll say it here that every year for my kids' birthday, I gift them something off my plate. Like, here is your laundry, eight-year-old. Now you're <laughs> in charge. You know, here is cleaning of your bathroom. I'm not going to use it anyway, so I don't care if you get it right. I'm going to show you, and then I'm gifting you that, right? Like, there's some responsibility. Here you are, your $5 alarm clock from Target, because you know what? I'm no longer waking you up. You love that. I love that. You know, I'm not picking your clothes anymore. Here you are. You're seven. You can do it. And so I gift them something, you know, off of my plate. My son turned 16. He got a car, but you know what he also got? You are getting 6.30 a.m. basketball practice. I'm with that. And you're doing it. (laughs) You're doing it. You know, like my son turned uh, eight, 17. Yeah. When he turned 17, I gifted him filling my car up on Sundays. Thank you. That's fantastic. That off my plate. Right. And that's not a responsibility for him, but listen, it's a reward for me. Make sure my car is full of gas every Sunday. That's fantastic. And you deserve that. You deserve that reward as much as they do. And apparently, and we've talked about this a little bit before, one of the great self-esteem builders in children is to feel like, oh, I have not only a place in my family, but a needed place. Like I'm needed and I'm important here because I fulfill these certain roles. And so when you give them that, here's this extra thing. You get to do your own laundry. You get to, you know, fill the car with gas. That's a needed, important role. So they feel stronger and reminded them, right? It's very much how. And so I just made it up to do it on their birthday. Like I do it like the day after just here's <laughs> I'm giving you, they're used to it now, but giving it to them that way is much better than screaming. I am no longer doing your laundry because I cannot find the stinking purple shirt that you now need to wear on purple shirt day. Like <laughs> giving them to that, talking about peace, right? Giving that yeah. to them at a certain time, in an instructional way, like I was so over laundry. It's never been something that I'm gifted at. And so one day I was so frustrated within my own self about the laundry and uh, the boys were at school. And so I just wrote out, like I did laundry and I wrote each step, like elementary. I just did this. Okay. Write that down. Just did that. And then I came to my office typed that up neat in like a large font, went to Kinko's before I picked them up, got it laminated. Guys, I'm really serious about what I'm saying. And then I posted it in the laundry room. And then I said, I just want to show y'all something I'm giving you today. Like, I'm not frustrated about it. And and then they weren't either. That's independence that they thought, oh, this is going to be cool. Right. 
I love it. I love it. I love it. And I have seen in my own eight kids, sometimes I've had some resistance, but I know the end game. And I know even if they're like, no, I actually don't want to do that. I know that if I keep being gentle about it, but firm, eventually they're going to thank me for, I mean, it's so much more fun to go to college, knowing how to do your laundry, making a few meals, you know, right? Like my eight year old is not, well, he's nine now, but he got laundry at eight. Oh, he's not interested. Yeah, yeah. A year later, he's still yeah. not interested. Yeah. A year later, I don't care. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not interested either. Yeah. <laughs> We're all in the same boat, but you're going to have life skills and you're yeah. going to feel good about this later on. Yeah, totally. I love, um, Retha, too, that in all of these wonderful things that you're doing, planning the outfits, planning the meals, going through the calendar, having this block where you look at your week and say, okay, I'm going to figure out a block just for me. Um, that you also bring God into that and that you have a spiritual sense about it. I love that. Maybe talk for a minute about that extra block, what you might suggest women fill that time with when they have time. So let's go back to the alarm clock. One of the reasons that I say you should not wake up to your phone is because we see online where women are like, they have this beautiful, quiet time and they curl up with their blanket and they do that. And meanwhile, Courtney is like, I have five kids that I can't even fathom curling up with a blanket in the morning and getting my Bible and having my quiet time. Yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't fathom doing that. And so I would look at her and say, I bet it's because you wake up to your phone. So if you don't wake up to your phone, you wake up to the alarm clock and then tiptoe. I used to do it in my actual physical closet. I would just walk to my closet and just sit on the floor of my closet with my journal and my Bible. And I would sit there until I heard little feet and then I would get up. But what I also tell women is 10 minutes. Start with 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. If you think that I, because not waking up before your house wakes up is, that's your first mistake. Like you got to wake up before the little big people too. You just got to do it. And so I always say, don't try to do 30 minutes or an hour, back your way into it. Start with 10, just wake up 10 minutes before, tiptoe to your closet, sit on the floor and just say, God, I'm here. Help me. I don't know who's going to come down here in the next 10 minutes, but could you just bless us? Yep. Could you just guide us? Like, it doesn't have to be a whole thing. It doesn't have to be like, I, I, Sunday planning has a whole product line. And in that I sell journals that have what I used when I was going through a tough time called a soap method. It doesn't have to be that first. Cause you're right, right? You're right. You got five kids and you're still nursing one and you're still waking up throughout the night. So it doesn't have to be that. And 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 listen, this is a newsflash for everyone. God didn't say it had to be that anyway. He just said he just wanted time with you. He yeah. didn't make it about a blanket, a candle, the Bible, yeah. the soap method, the journal. Yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't yeah, make it about it. You can do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can do yeah. it. So yeah. just start with 10 minutes, but So I say, start with that, but let's say you've graduated a little bit and you're like, I've graduated a little bit and I'm trying to get time with God. And I just don't know where to start. I would say, start with the soap method. What is that? It's 
soap as in like bar soap, S-O-A-P. And so I say, pick a book of the Bible, but first, hear me, pick a version of the Bible that speaks to you. Listen, we're all going to the same heaven. There isn't a special place for y'all King James readers. Don't hurt yourself. (laughs) Read a version that works for you. Download the Bible app. Read a verse that you love, right? That you know, read it in several different versions and see, because I love NLT, New Living Translation. Someone else may love ESV. Someone else may love NIV. Doesn't matter. Read that version and then go to Amazon, buy your Bible. Yeah. I still love to have a physical physical word in my hands. It's up to you. But when you do that, then get a book of the Bible and say, I'm going to read a chapter a day. You may even say, I'm going to read five verses a day. It doesn't matter. Because remember, this is all made up. God didn't say do any of this. So then you take a scripture. That's the S. Yeah. And then you read it. Some people write it. And then they get the O, which is observation. What are you observing in this scripture? Then you get the A. How can you apply what they are going through to what you are going through? Or how can you apply what they learned to your life? A is for application. And then P is prayer. Now, we ended in prayer because you may not observe anything, and that's okay. You may not see how to apply it to your life, and that's okay. But you still ended in prayer because you were like, you know what, God? You are going to give me something for this later because I had to read this and then I had to go and deal with the fight between two kids. Mm -hmm. I read some more and then I tried to see how I could apply it to me. But the fact that my husband would not stop talking, I I couldn't get anything, but you're going to bless it. And then you pray and then you get up. (laughs) There's a way to do it. We, (laughs) we make it all the things, but there's a way. There's an absolute way. And you are a gift. You know, I think um, we're all, we're all the daughters of God, right? We're all, and we're all sisters. We're all his daughters. So you're right. It'll work out because what he really wants from us is to bring that sort of angelic peace that only a woman I think can sometimes bring into that like theater production that is our family. And you can't go to a theater and then start the play. You've got to have background stuff happening first. So we go to the background, we go in the closet, we ask God, please, if even if I got nothing out of these scriptures, whatever, I'm trying so hard. Maybe I did get something and that's awesome. But like you said, if other things are happening, I've got the prayer, I've got you on my side. All right, let's open the curtains. You know what yeah. I mean? And we're, we're ready. That guardian angel daughter holding God's hand, curtains open, day begins, and we bring the peace. Because what happens otherwise? Let's say we do none of what you said. Let's say we don't pray. Let's say we don't care. Sometimes it just ends up in we're we're maybe less patient than we would normally intend to be. And so we have to take time for regret. Instead of taking time for regret, let's take time in beforehand and do it right or try to do it right. Like you said, even with just a little bit of time, it doesn't have to be a half an hour. And here's the other thing. (laughs) Know that seasons change. We know that in terms of weather, I want you to know it in terms of your life, in terms of your parenting, in terms of your marriage, in terms of your career, in terms of you as a person, know that you have seasons as well. So when you're parenting, um, 
that one through five age is like you are in the throes of discipline. Like if you can be consistent nowhere else, I, I let them eat mac and cheese every day because I just want them to not throw it on the floor. That's where I am. Right. But like you can just say that. And then that five to 12, you're training. So you're just going to be consistent in training because I, I can't be consistent anywhere else. Right. And then that 12 to 18, you're coaching. You're just like the coach. You're like, use what you learn to be better. And, and that's what you're doing. And then 18 plus they're out of your house. Then you can be like, Hey buddy, we can now be slight friends, associates, right? I've done my job. Right. So <laughs> you, it, it, it's seasons of that. Exactly. So a season now where you can just tiptoe in that closet and get 10 minutes in, that's all you got. And do it girls. One day you'll be able to get more. Yes. We're in a season now where you and your husband are just all y'all have is to hold each other tight at night. That's your date night. Like y'all got nothing else because these kids are taking over. Then do that. That's all you got. There will come a day where you'll be able to go on a date and leave all those children at home and look at him and listen, you need to date him. Date him, please, because these kids leave and you got to like who you married. Right. So there's seasons for everything. And you got to remember that. So when you're in the thick of a hard one, you go, I'm coming out of here. Yeah. I love that so much. And it's not black or white listeners. You, I mean, if you even miss a day on that closet, you know, it's not like, Oh, I can't do what Rita and Mary said. I can't do it. So I'm not going to do it all. Of course you're going to do it. <laughs> you just do it another day. Do it. Don't beat yourself up. Do it when you can. I love your idea of date night. That kind of holds that coupleship holds everything together in some ways, doesn't it? Besides that. Yeah, you're in it with him, right? You're in it together. Yeah. It, it, it's very difficult. Um, men do handle things differently and they are far less emotional than we are. But the partnership is still there. So you got to still kind of chunk away at it, work on it. And you have to do everything together, but yeah. you should still work on that friendship there. Friendship is the key and that peace within that friendship. I love it. It's been a delight, Ritha. We are actually getting close to time. So tell our listeners, if you wouldn't mind, where they can find you. So you definitely can go to my website, um, but to find my website, it's easier just to find me on Instagram. I'm at Retha Nicole and um, Nicole is spelled with an H, N-I-C-H-O-L-E. Um, and that's what I love the most. I love Instagram the most. I interact there. I'm in my DMs, not someone else. Um, and so you can send me a DM there. You can interact with me on post there. I do. Um, I post, you know, I, I plan it. So I post every day and I'm in stories and I talk. And then from there, if you want to book a consultation, um, my website is in my profile and you can do that there. I love it. Thank you. Listeners, I highly recommend this lady. She's got a lot of really good things to offer home and family in terms of developing more confidence and more peace and more love at home. That's what we're all about here. Um, Ritha, thank you so much. And Thanks for I'm having me. Yeah. Okay. Take care, pal. Bye-bye.